Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan, with me is Luke. Whatever. Whatever. Yep. Nice hoodie. I'm whatever. Like the hoodie you're wearing. You're all bundled up on this frigid frigid evening. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool for Florida. It's a a little nippy outside. Getting down to 40. Oh, yeah. 47 right now. That's pretty low for us. And especially for this time of the year, it takes a long time. For it to like cool down, so you start to freak yeah. out once it like hits like fifty eight. But we're here. And it's really kind of changed. Like a couple of weeks ago, it went from being like downright hot to like yeah, oh, it's it's pretty cool. Florida <laughs> it's hard weather. for me to say cold, but yeah, cool. <laughs> Florida weather, everybody. Florida freaking weather. But here we are um, talking to you guys. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're actually recording this before Thanksgiving, so this is me actually hoping. That your Thanksgiving went well. Right. right. Just you, a couple days. Yeah. A couple sleeps left till Thanksgiving. <laughs> Ham day for me. Turkey day for most people. So you don't do any turkey? No, I do. But it's like 20% turkey and 70% ham. Okay. Maybe 80%, you know, if I'm feeling crazy. Do you do stuffing? Uh, I'm fine with stuffing. I'll eat yes. stuffing. Do you do cranberry sauce? Um, a little bit. I, I when I was a kid, absolutely not. Now, yeah. sure, why not? It's a strong flavor. It is, but you Use know, sparingly. I would, I would suggest just a little bit. It's like it's, it should be a seasoning. I feel like for things. My mom makes um this thing that I love. It sounds disgusting, but it's really good. Pineapple casserole. <laughs> it's very good. It's pineapples, you know, little chopped pineapples, um, with. A, some sort of like I don't know what she does But it, like it's With this cheese And like Ritz crackers <laughs> Like crumbled And it's That is definitely unique So good It's like huh. It's like this weird combination Of sweet and savory Obviously with the yeah. cheddar cheese <laughs> And the Ritz crackers and All these years I'm not sure I've tried that I've never really known Anyone else to make it So I know it's not a, I mean your mom's I just Yeah <laughs> One of these years I would have thought I would have eaten it But Somewhere I, don't I know I think I have I know it's not a Suan original But <laughs> But she's carrying it on She's carrying it on Except you know I don't know how to make it yet So hopefully It will follow yeah. me Where I go I need to make I've like write it down yeah. Or something um, Are you Is your family a sweet treat Sweet tea drinker Drinking family Um, You know I do But my parents have gotten super healthy as they've yeah. gotten older. So, like, water. I mean, most most dishes are grain free. <laughs> like, you know, no sugar, no refined sugar. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing with my mom. Anything that has sugar in it, it's it has to be powdered sugar. And if that, like, that's like a splurge for her, wow. because apparently, like, powdered sugar is the unrefined version. So it's the raw sugar. It's as raw mm. as sugar can get when you get. Like real raw powdered sugar, that's actually the sugar cane ground up. That's what sugar looks like ground what? up. I did not know that. So refined sugar, the crystallized version, is actually like a processed version of sugar. So <laughs> that, that processing adds chemicals and makes it harder for your body to digest. Anyways, nobody wants to hear about this. But the basic thing is just <laughs> my mom, you know, <laughs> cooks things. No sweet tea. A more healthy way. I mean, you know, I drink it all the time. Freaking yeah. drinking it right now. <laughs> oh but yeah. <laughs> I try not to drink it as much. We drink a lot of water, and uh-huh. you know, we we usually have a nice breakfast before. We do a lot of bacon and eggs, and 
Macy's uh, Macy's Day Parade. I I always turn it on. You know, it's one of those things where like I kind of bring my own traditions. You know, when I get over yeah. to the house for Christmas or Thanksgiving, and you know they kind of do their thing, and then you know I'll flip on the game or the, mm-hmm. the parades. And this year we're actually we we have a friend of ours who's going to be in the Christmas one or the Christmas one, the Thanksgiving parade in Disney. Oh, so we're going to see her perform in Magic Kingdom. What so. what is she doing? She's Who is this? part of a marching band. Dang. It's a yeah. It's a daughter, high school senior. She's gonna be in it. That's pretty so. cool. Yeah, we'll see. I've never done it before. I don't even know if I've watched it on TV, but I think I've watched the Christmas one, mm. but I don't think I've watched the Thanksgiving one. The Macy's Day parade for me is kind of like almost the starting gun to be like, pow! It's cool to start watching Christmas stuff. It's cool to yeah. start listening to Christmas music. That's when it's a fun parade. Yeah, and it's a good parade too. You see some cool performances there. They got the Pikachu float now, so that's cool. It's just you. F- I feel like it's just one of those things where it like it just sets the ambience of Christmas. Yeah, it's like you have it on, and it has to be. In I the mean, it's obviously you Thanksgiving, know? but it's like like you said, it's like the starting gun. So it's like, oh man, it's like it puts me in the mood of the like fall fall season. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's it's Thanksgiving. We're gonna have a great meal. We're gonna hang out like. I think of like falling leaves and like playing football with like family members. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm a very seasonal guy. <laughs> oh yeah. There's, there's something very just completely wholesome about it. And so yeah. it's, it's very yeah. nice to have it on in the background. It's, it's good. And it's just my favorite time of the year being down here. It's so hot in the summer. That mm-hmm. I just love this time of year. We get this great weather where it's, you know, a lot of days is high highs in the sixties, lows in the forties, and it's just like, oh, it's beautiful. I think we'd go crazy without it. I think our brains would get heated. Oh my god. And we just go crazy. Just start melting out our noses. Exactly. <laughs> too much heat. Like the movie The Crazies would be like that. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah. No one really talks about that freaking movie nope. anymore. For good reason. Nope. Yeah. What what <laughs> movies do you want to talk about, Luke? What have you been watching slash playing? Um so as you saw, I'm still trying to plug away at Red Dead. Yeah, um, plugging away at the story, and I really at this point, I really have no idea what's going to happen, and I love that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah, definitely. I I've heard enough to know that it's significant what happens, but I haven't heard enough to like give me any idea where the story's going. And you know, I've played past the part that you you told me about, Spoiled. and I don't really know what it's going to go from there. So. Oh man, it's such a good game. Like my the faults that I would say that it has are that you know it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. You know it's slow to develop, and the story's. I would say at this point it's too long. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just taken me so long to get where I am, and I don't even feel like I'm close to the end yet. I think on the like the percentage, I'm at like sixty five or something, yeah. and it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially being that it was released so long ago, and I'm, you know, I've come back to it. I, I guess it it gives this this feeling in your heart where it's like I've been playing this for a thousand hours, <laughs> yeah. where it's like no, you've probably been playing it for like twenty hours. Yeah, but it like feels that way when you like play it quite a bit at the beginning. You play it some more, then you go a long time, then you pick it back up, and it's like oh, I'm only here. Mm-hmm. So I very much beating the game. I feel like I had to dig in my feet. And just go. I had to like, okay, no, I'm beating this. I'm not going to play anything else yeah. until I beat this. I'm beating this freaking game. Come on. But, you know, that being said. And you finished it? I finished it, yeah. yeah. And that being said, I'm really glad I did. It wasn't like, Sometimes that happens. 
and you're like glad that you made yourself do it and you committed to yeah. it because it's like watching a really long movie or watching an older movie where you're like, I don't know what this movie yeah. is, but people said it's good. And so you have to commit to it. It's like that where it's like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. What a game. Yeah. And it was it was like it had that feeling to it, even though I had to like dig in my feet. And, just, and so really it was just, worth it. Huh? It was worth it. Hands yeah. down. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I'm still plugging away. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, Outer Worlds is another one. Of course, I'm still plugging away. I don't need to talk about that anymore, but play it. Good one. Um, really looking forward to Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So many good reviews. Um, Black Friday sales are coming up. So the two two big ones that I really want to pick up at this point are Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. just because... I just feel like I need to jump into the multiplayer. Yeah. Like, I don't even know that that game is a game that I'm going to love that much, but it's just... You, you can't know, not, I can't right? be left out of the conversation, basically. <laughs> and Jedi Fallen Order, like, the amazing reviews just got me. I got to play it. Yeah. Especially being Star Wars and, you know, it's... Uh, gosh, what's the name of the freaking studio? Uh, same guys that did Apex, right? Yeah, I think so. Respawn? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. it is. There it is. And we're good guys. I feel like I'm just kind of a fan of Respawn at this point. You know, I really liked mm. I really liked uh, Apex, of course, and uh Titanfall. I love those two games, so I just I feel like this director is honing their skills more and more as they put out more games and I think their style is gonna become more developed and I look forward to seeing, you know, what original content they come out with. Yeah. You know, original IP that they perhaps come up with. Because I believe Titanfall was completely, you know, original. Yeah, it by was. Them. So, <sighs> you know, I think you should always give props to studios that start something new. I mean, like Valve with Half-Life. It's like just, just amazing things mm. that can come out of original properties. That's some news that came out Freaking recently. Half-Life. How about that? Just insane. That's crazy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about that. I guess that's why that's front of the the globe. It dropped so the, casually, too. I was like, what? Yeah. Out of nowhere. You think yeah. this would be pumped for like a year? Well, I guess it's because it's VR. It's, yeah, some people maybe feel like still, it's, a, it's Half-Life. So. Still, yeah, exactly. Yeah, anything else? Um, just keeping up with the TV shows, which I say that. I haven't watched the new Mandalorian. Like oh. I told you I was going to. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've been busy. We've been building. That's the other thing we've been doing. Did you see a movie? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't tell you about that. So that's the big one. I'm excited about this one. All right, um, let's do it. I would definitely recommend this to people. Um, Ferrari versus Ford. Ford versus Ferrari. Awesome. Okay. Um, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, the trailer, I would say, makes it seem like it's one of those big budget movies where it kind of seemed a little cookie cutter to me. It was mm-hmm. like... Let's pick a subject, put a big budget behind it, put a couple big name guys behind it. and Do you know what I'm saying? There's like yeah, some movies yeah, I, where it's just like, this looks so like manufactured, like so many of these big budget movies. But give this one a chance because, you know, I it really it really was good. In the end, it's like, you know, mid-movie, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I'm really enjoying this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot more than I expected myself to. Um, it was one of those movies where I was like, eh. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> I like cars, mm-hmm. but I don't really, not a big racing fan. But it's definitely a story that I would say was worth making a movie about. Okay, cool. It's an interesting story. and Because I see what you mean. It's hard <laughs> to get a sense of that in the trailer. If yeah. This is worth 
the time. It's definitely one where I didn't think it was going to be this good, and it pleasantly surprised me. And, you know, I think that's where Regal Pass came into play here because yeah. I wouldn't have seen it otherwise. And, you know, I think that was that was a good pick. So highly recommend, you know, won't spoil anything, but two great performances. I'd awesome. say it's Matt Damon's best movie in quite a while. It has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Since he's really knocked it out yeah, of the park. Yeah, he's had a lot of duds, I would say, in the yeah. recent history. I mean, The Martian was uh, yeah quite good, but I think it's... But that's been a little while now. It has been a while. Gosh. I did enjoy that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, good movie. Cool. Definitely recommend. I um, think that's about it. Okay. I got uh, two big movies to talk about. I saw two movies this weekend, new movies. Um, first one I saw was A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, Mr. Rogers' movie, sort of. I mean, it's obviously Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. But the thing that... Um, I. I don't think it's it's a, a not it's advertised as a very much a Mr. Rogers movie, but I will say as a disclaimer actually, this is not a movie about Mr. Rogers. Huh. This is not if you're going in being like this is going to be a movie, it's going to teach me yeah. about the life of Fred Rogers. Definitely seem that way. This is not that movie. For that movie, I would recommend A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is a documentary I saw that one. It's not. It's not. You it. Sorry. Just, you just Sorry. repeated the same. My time. bad. Won't yeah. you be my neighbor? Right. My bad. Yeah. That's actually. I knew what you were going for. It's on HBO now, so if you have an HBO subscription, that is yeah. a good way to watch it, and I <coughs> absolutely recommend it. It's not only just a wonderful story, and it's just fascinating. It's of a fanta- fascinating person. It's a great documentary as well. It's just really well made, but. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Beautiful Day in the <laughs> but, but for context, if you're thinking about seeing that movie, I'd just go ahead and check out that documentary first, especially if you have access to um, an HBO account. It's actually about a peripheral character, a true story, I guess, about the guy, a guy who wrote kind of a attempted expose on uh, Mr. Rogers. And it's about his family, familial relationship and all the crap that he's going through. And Mr. Rogers gets injected into it. And so, honestly, when I when I you know this movie was coming out, I, I liked uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor" so much. I was like, "Gosh, do I really need this movie?" This is a great, great uh, movie on its own, but also a great companion piece to that documentary because it <laughs> it does teach you something, some things here and there about Mister Rogers. Where if you know a little bit, you'll be like, "Oh yeah," and you'll catch certain right. things. But it's in, in the, it's very much about what he represented and like. In like the just the niceness and just the decency, and uh, that he and the, the kind of digging into your own emotions that Mister Rogers tried to implore onto children, and it's actually these lessons are being taught to an adult, and it's right. very effective. I mean, first of all, I gotta say, Tom Hanks. This is this is crazy to say, but this is one of his best performances. Wow. It's insane, especially after you watch like the documentary and watch what Fred Rogers was like. It's insane yeah. how good he is here. He, yeah. Like at first, it's so hard to do that because you do see Tom. Tom Hanks is such a big actor. At first, I was like, you know, watching the movie, I'm like, okay, wow, he's doing a really good job. It's it's Tom Hanks, but like as the movie like progressed, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, that was Fred Rogers to me. You know, like seeing it, I got lost in his performance, and it was very freaking good. And even like the little things, like when he do Daniel Tiger, which is one of his puppets, and when he did that, yep. he did the, exactly like he did it. <laughs> it's just so freaking good, and it doesn't seem like gimmicky either because he was able to like carry the right emotion 
to it and, and do the right things there. You know, and it was just very good. And the story is very, you know, it, it's very affecting. I, I freaking, I, there was a point in the movie where I, I lost it. I was like in the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little embarrassing, but whatever. But it, it's just effective. Sweet. It's a beautiful story. It's great in a in a day where there's so much like toxic behavior and just people being so full of hate and so mean and unforgiving. Yeah. It's a great movie about being kind, about reconciliation and forgiveness and stuff like that. It's just I, I recommend it to anyone and everyone. It's great. fantastic. Um next one I saw is Frozen Two. Um it's kinda kinda of weird. I think I mentioned this last last episode. That's just it's so weird to see a Disney princess movie get a theatrical, theatrically released sequel because this doesn't happen. You get like sequels on the DVD and that's it. But yeah, there's a lot put into this movie. Full House. I went at a, like a 10. That movie made so much money though. So much. Oh my God. It's not too surprising. Yeah, that first one's insane. But uh, I saw it, the showtime at 10, 10 p.m. I was trying my best to avoid the little children. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, instead, it was a full house of college students. <laughs> kind of surprising, I guess. These were the kids who were probably, they were in like high school, I guess, or early high school when this movie was <laughs> coming out, I'd imagine. And so I'm sure, you know, they have a different connection than what I have to it, which, for, by the way, yeah. the first Frozen, I, I like it. I like it, you know, quite a bit. I think, I don't think it's yeah. incredible like a lot of people seem to. I just think I've it's, never seen it. I think it's good. That's that's crazy how you've avoided it <laughs> so long. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of parts of it, but yeah, I've never watched the whole you've thing. You've probably seen like all the 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 little pieces, but you've just never seen the picture on the box. You know, <laughs> people have been like watching it. And I've seen it, but yeah, just had no reason to sit down and watch it. Yeah, I mean, in my humble opinion, I think there are, are better current uh, Disney animation studio movies. Like I, I honestly think Tangled's better. I think uh, Moana is much better. <laughs> but but Frozen's good. It's got some good songs and some good characters and stuff. But it's just crazy to see a sequel. I mean, first of all, it they've obviously put a lot more money into this one. Yeah. Seeing the first Frozen, um, you could see where they didn't spend a lot, which was weird because they <laughs> like that when Tangled came out, you could see they spent a ton of money on that. That's a better looking movie than <laughs> Frozen, and it came out before Frozen. <laughs> but they just spent a ton of money on it, and I guess they can, didn't really make as much as they wanted. So, was it Tangled, Brave, and then Frozen? Well, Brave is a, a Pixar joint. So it's a different studio, even though it kind of seems like but something. I mean, it, for the public, it just feels like it's another it really Disney does. movie. I think, I think they did Tangled and Brave did come around on the same time. But yeah, then Frozen <laughs> came in later. And it's a considerably worse looking movie as far as visually than the others. Like very, much less detail than uh, Tangled. And We're talking about Frozen, Frozen or Brave? The first okay. Frozen, yeah. Yeah, Brave looked amazing, but um, so Pixar just looks better than Disney Animation Studio. Generally, uh, generally that studio just won't make a movie beyond uh, below a certain level of quality. They take a lot more time to produce their movies. They really right? do. Uh, they don't make anything. They don't. They'll never say we're making this on the cheap as a studio yeah. or anything like that. And so, the first one, kind of like Sony Animated Studios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with Frozen 2, you can definitely see that there are like, well, even like movies like Moana, Wreck-It Ralph, they just started to look better and better. Yeah. And Frozen 2 is no exception. The movie looks very good. Um, and you, okay, so remember when we were talking about Zombieland 2? Mm. You said something really, really uh, interesting about that movie where it seemed... Wasn't trying. Wasn't trying. Yeah. This movie 
is throwing everything at the wall yeah. here. Yeah. And um, which is what really most sequels do, and that's why I felt like yeah. Zombieland Two was kind of unique. Yeah, it, exactly. It's it's a subtle thing that uh, yeah, it, just a lot of sequels fail to nail and. You can tell they kind of didn't have a great story here to tell, at least one that would fill out the duration of a movie. The Matrix, honestly, is like a series where I feel like the sequels are very yeah. much similar to what you're talking about with Frozen. I completely agree. Like, they're trying so They're hard. trying. We know all the things you like. We're throwing them to the wall. Yeah, let's you, do all those things. You like Let It Go. Here are a lot of songs like it. You you like Olaf. Here's, here's Hold On To It Longer. A lot more Olaf. Or Let Even More Go. <laughs> But I mean, they, they, it seems like they kind of are in trying stuff in a new way with uh, there's a lot more of it's a lot more of a dark tone. It's more of an adventure movie than the first I ones. Could, I could feel that in the trailer. Yeah. Which at times is cool, actually. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not, this movie's okay. Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. The more I thought, like, I saw it and I was like, yeah, I liked it. And then I kind of thought about it more and I'm like, did I? Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. There's a cute few cool parts. There's a few good songs. Not all the songs are knockouts. Some of them I'm like like I love musicals. I really do. And I feel like there's a lot of movies where like there'll be a few songs and then it like halfway through it forgets it's a musical and there won't be any <laughs> mu- songs for a while. This one does definitely doesn't have that problem. It has a yeah. lot of songs, a lot more than the first one. And there's parts in the movie where I'm like we need a song here. <laughs> and I'm usually like the other way around. I'm usually like, Oh, could be used more music, but yeah. this one's like, wow, there's a lot of songs. And while they're all like quality, I don't think any of them are going to be like, let it go. Or even some of the other ancillary songs from that first frozen. But you know, it was, it was funny at parts. It had some good humor. Uh, the plot was kind of unfocused and a little thin, I thought there just wasn't much there. There it's definitely a step down. It's a step down from Frozen, one. which is for me, you know, like honestly, and and I like Moana and Tangled and heck, even like Wreck It Ralph and Big Hero Six more than that first Frozen. So this one's a little lower for me as far as like the recent Disney Animation Studios movies, but it's not bad. I think I would say there's a different target audience to those ones. You maybe not Moana, but the other ones, maybe Wreck It Ralph yeah. and. Uh, Big Hero 6, I would say, mm-hmm. are geared almost more towards, like, younger boys. Yeah. Whereas, like, Frozen is definitely geared towards the girls. Definitely. And I, I think they, they, like, rotate. They're like, okay, here's your Tangled. Now here's your Wreck-It Ralph. Now here's your Frozen. Yeah. Now here's your Big Hero 6. Moana is almost Moana. a little bit of both. Moana is a Because the rocks, mix. you know, play such a prominent role in it. Yeah, Moana is, like, it's just a really good mix of that. So yeah. It kind of pleases everyone. But this, yeah, definitely. Kind of like Tangled does. There's well. a lot of cute here here yeah. in this movie, which uh, you, you better think it's cute or else you're just going to be kind of staring at it. Yeah. But, you know, good things to say. It looks good. There are a few standout songs and a few standout moments. There's one action scene I thought was actually very good, which I was like, wow, this is freaking actually intense, <laughs> which uh, the first movie was never that, really. So, yeah. but... Uh, I wouldn't know, but okay. <laughs> yeah. There, there isn't really a great lesson in the movie. I mean, I'm not saying like there's a bad lesson. I'm just saying, what is the lesson really? And like, I'm not because like all these other movies, there's usually some sort of lesson or whatever. It's a, it's one of those. It's a family movie. I mean, and a lot of these are have a lesson to take from it for the most part. And uh, yeah, this one's just kind of like that happened, I, I guess you know. And I guess that character learned something. I kind of thought she already <laughs> knew it, but. Whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> so either way, I mean, if if you were like really looking forward to this, I think like see it. I mean, yeah, see it. You might like it more than I did, but I'd temper your expectations a little bit. It's not gonna match the first we one. We got the passes, so <laughs> Yeah, the passes, exactly. If you have a pass, just see it. I mean yeah. um I didn't feel a lot of energy. Uh, after the movie, when the movie was over, you know, if you know, after that feeling in a theater, after you see a really good movie, right. you feel like the energy in the room of like people like going, like, oh yeah, they're kind of you pumped are. up, you know, they're kind of just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I kind of feel like people just kind of like, like okay. every Marvel movie ever, yeah, almost. like a lot of yeah, a lot of Marvel movies, exactly, but like this one, I. I felt like the energy waning. I mean, there was some laughing. I would say the, the audience was laughing a good deal because I think this one is, if there's one thing it does better than the first one, it's funnier. I think it is relatively yeah. funny all the way through. Uh, characters that like... seems uh, good. Yeah. Anna and Olaf get a lot of laughs. I think they're... And Kristoff, I guess, they're pretty funny characters. But yeah, uh, check, check it out. Do you think this one's going to do the numbers? That, or I'm sure it won't do the numbers, mm-hmm. but you think it'll do close to... Maybe what I frozen mean, it has the did. hype. It's it's so hard to say, man. It, it I think it'll do very well, obviously, but um, I, I don't think people are going to come back to this one as much. I think people like it's so interesting. I was thinking when while watching this movie, we waited until after the credits because there was going to be something or whatever, and I was thinking like because like probably like one third of the theater remained at that point, and I was like thinking to myself, wow, this is the same amount of people in the theater right now with like one third of the pe- people. Um, as there was when I saw Frozen the first time, because that movie was a slow burn because it started and I remember seeing it and there was like no one here. And then it just grew and grew and grew. And people were telling their friends, people were going back to see it again. 1.7 billion was Frozen 1. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And honestly, I'm not sure that's going to happen this time around. I think the people who are going to see Frozen 2 are the people who are always going to see Frozen 2. Whereas the first Frozen, I feel like it's, you know, gonna win over some people i think this one it's you know just the built-in fans people who didn't get too sick of let it go to to show up it's but, doing really well yeah i mean there's a lot it's of frozen made fans 358 million mm-hmm. opening weekend worldwide frozen's a phenomenon 130 I, million in north america it's pretty impressive this movie isn't going to set the world on fire. It's going to do very well financially, but uh, Let It Go was on the radio and playing so many different places years after the movie came out. I don't know if I'm going to hear very many of these songs outside of the context of the movie. Um, I don't know if this movie is going to be quoted as much. I think when years go down the line, I think when people want their Frozen fix, I think they'll pop in the first one. The little kids, that is, I guess. Or, you know, when they're like, Mama, I want Elsa. You know this this now holds the record for the biggest global opening of all time for an animated movie? Frozen 2? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really good. That doesn't surprise me, though, because... And it holds the top international opening of all time for an animated movie. Wow. And I mean, the top November opening. Disney doesn't do... Disney, doesn't again, doesn't do a lot of sequels like this. I mean, like, they've been... Like, Lion King did amazing. It's one of their best animated um movies of all time when they did the live action remake it's like insane and i think that movie's really bad (laughs) yeah and i don't and i think it's gonna be the same thing where down the line kids are gonna be like mom put in the lion king no 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 not that one the the cartoon or the animated version well yeah i think yeah that's a no-brainer and i think yeah and it will be when they're saying put on frozen they're not gonna be meaning frozen 2 they're gonna say put on the put on the first one i don't want to 
I don't His know. numbers are impressive, though. Yeah, there's gonna. I think you know, because as I said, this Frozen was a phenomenon, and it bought in a whole lot of people. And if you were in that, you're gonna see the second one, and yeah, see it. It's the top three day domestic opening for Walt Disney Animated Studios ever. Wow, it's impressive. It's very impressive, and I'm not mad about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. The movie's fine. It's just, I think I was just okay. You know. Could have been better. Yeah. A little more focus would have been nice. But again, they were trying very hard, Luke. Yeah. They were trying so hard. I do commend them for not doing well, the same thing. They got paid for trying hard. <laughs> they sure did. I mean, there's a lot of effort. So I guess you get paid for putting forth a lot of effort. Yeah. So, because it looks great. It, they definitely, you know, were swinging for the fences. And I will say that they didn't try to just do the same thing over again. They didn't just. Have the same jokes. They didn't have the same songs. They didn't have like the same story. They tried something new, and it just was kind of unfocused. I hope they leave it messy. at this, though. What? You know, I hope they leave it at this. Yeah, I feel uh, like two movies is usually good enough. Gosh, I just I have no idea what they could possibly even do for a third one, but I guess they could figure it out. Who knows? I I just say work on new IP. Yeah, just. <laughs> I, I can understand the sequel, but you know, I think a trilogy is usually a stretch. And yeah, anything beyond that's just ridiculous. I don't know what the Disney Animation Studio is doing next. We're getting two Pixar movies coming uh, relatively soon with uh, Onward, that uh, kind of adventure yep. fantasy one with mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pratt and Spider Man, Tom Spider Man, yeah, Star Lord, yep, <laughs> yeah, Spider Man, Star Lord. And then after that, we're getting a. It looks like we're getting like their more fun. Movie, then we're getting like the one you're probably going to cry during or whatever, and uh, Soul, whatever. It seems like it dives into the creative process. I don't, or think, I, I don't think I've seen the trailer for that one. Yeah, check it out. It's okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Pixar. Jeez Louise. Did you see Coco? No. Yeah, that's a. That's a movie. It's one of those things where, like, I literally, after I saw Coco, that was just such an affecting movie. Like, I called my mom after seeing Coco. She'd be like, hey, mom. <laughs> hey, I love you. You know what I, you know what I mean? It's that kind yeah. of movie. It's That's, like, a, one of those movies where, like, Pixar and Disney are, like, going at all cylinders, you know? They're just getting you yeah. and just punching you in the stomach. It seemed like the production value was crazy on that movie. Yeah. Gorgeous. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Um, I've been playing a few things. I'm still obviously playing Pokemon. I'm going to beat it. And uh, But yeah, other than that, I popped in a couple of older games yesterday. I thought it'd be fun to just mention. I'm trying to get through them, but these, some of these older games are difficult, man. I, I'm playing the, the PlayStation Classic, and I added a few games to it. But um, I'm playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. um, which most people say is probably the best Castlevania game. Yeah. And after playing it for a f- couple hours, I can see why, man. That game is fun and addicting. I have one giant criticism, though. Um, we're so used to games now these days when you die, you're just like, you die and you're just like, oh, I'm back. All right, let's do this. You know yeah. what I mean? Checkpoints. That game is atrocious as far as it's like, you're I'm dead. Slow game over screen, back to the start, reload your save point. Hmm. They're pretty forgiving when it comes to their save points. And you pick but, the save point. Well, no, there's like these, like in like in a Super Metroid, how you'll go to the, like the, the little a module and it'll be like, okay, you reached a, sh- a save point. Yeah, they're like places you go and save the game, but it's just such a long time. But you have to save it, of course. Yeah, yeah, and then you save it. it no it's just, auto save, obviously. No, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. and then you just have to wait ages. 
to get back to where you were or whatever. And so it's just kind of annoying. Um, and I played um, for a couple hours Silent Hill, the first one for PlayStation <laughs> 1, obviously. What a weird <laughs> game, man. I mean, I've never played it um, originally, but no, it has I don't tank, think con- I have tank controls. And uh, the funny thing I noticed is when things go wonky in that game and things go crazy, like the the camera perspective, it like it, it like abandons the over the shoulder thing. And it'll like <laughs> go in these weird kind of disturbing angles as you're walking. It's just and it's meant to disorient you. Yeah. And for such an early game, I will commend it for its atmosphere because it is like I was like you know kind of rolling my eyes because i'm not afraid of like resident evil one i play resident evil one i kind of laugh i was getting kind of unnerved playing silent hill it was like there wasn't a lot of things jumping out at me going ah or anything like that but just the atmosphere and the music and the sound design and just the way the camera moved and disoriented you i was i was getting kind of scared playing it alone wasn't pt going to be based in the silent hill world yes silent hills so you can only imagine (laughs) How creepy you were God. in that original movie. Man, I don't know if what I the full fledged PT game could have been. I don't know if I could play a full game of PT. Yeah. Like, I, I still haven't gone back to Resident Evil 7 after just dissing Resident Evil 1, saying how it wasn't scary. Resident Evil 7 is very scary, and it's taking cues from that PT demo, or at least it seems like it is. I don't really know if it is, but. I will say that's one complaint I have about scary games so much of the time. You can tell that the gameplay mechanic wasn't the focus of the game at all. Mm-hmm. It was so much the atmosphere and the music and, you know, what was going to happen where. And, yep. yeah, basically the atmosphere. I mean, that's the main focus of the, those games. And I just, the reason I don't, you know, seek them out is because the gameplay isn't that fun. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay. This is really scary, but if I want to be scared, like, why don't I just go watch a movie? Yeah. Like, it's, like, less work, and I can just sit back and be scared and, like, eat my popcorn. So. There's a lot of that. I, mean, I feel like you know. a, a game should be, like, Resident Evil if it's going to be, like, a scary game. Mm-hmm. Like, give me, you know, good good gunplay, like, exciting bosses to beat, and then, like, put in parts where you have to go into these crazy areas that are super scary. But, like, give me some gameplay sections that are, like, this is really fun. Like, I feel like I have a chance to fight against this. Um, You know, that's kind of how I was feeling about, like, that game that we were playing. Blair Witch. (laughs) Yeah, the Blair Witch. It was like, this is interesting, uh, you know, because of the atmosphere and everything, but, like, the the gameplay is just me basically running around. Like... Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything else. I think we shined our flashlight. <laughs> like there was no other mechanic. It was like okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't really comment on that as far as uh, Resident Evil Seven is concerned because I haven't gotten that far because I'm too scared. But it's like that. The thing with me is like I just if I'm is not it the bio. What is it? Yeah, Biohazard. Biohazard. Yeah, which was I guess the original name of what Resident Evil was going to be called until they changed Resident Evil. <laughs> um. No it's Resident just Evil, just Biohazard? Biohazard, yeah. Oof, I made a good choice. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Biohazard <laughs> so, 7. It's way more generic sounding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so stressful playing those games. And I'm just like, but I haven't gotten far enough to where I'm like really using gameplay. It's it's funny because like Resident Evil 4 is like, um, a lot of people hold that up as one of the best games yeah. of all time. But I think it's, 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 it's the best Resident Evil by far. It is. And it's where it became the gameplay is so good. Yeah, and it, I think it has the right balance. It's not going to keep me up at night. 
but it's creepy. Like there's yeah. there's parts of it where I'm cre- genuinely creeped yep. out. Like when those those freaking guys that have the parasite and you have to look through the scope to mm. to shoot them while they're like jittering coming mm-hmm. at you. That's a part that was chainsaw scary. man. That's, oh that's yeah, that's the one that gets me every time. Anything running after me screaming it's so fast, it's scary. Ugh. Anything where it's like it's so fast. I know he's like much faster than me, so it's like I have to turn away from him, not look at him to run. So it's like any minute now, I'm gonna get spl- exactly sliced in twain. Don't look back, but either way, it's probably gonna happen. He's much faster, so I'm definitely dead. Was the original version of that the son from uh, Mario Brothers Three? <laughs> whoop whoop whoop! Oh gosh, whoop. <laughs> so oh, fast gosh. and scary. That is the worst. Yes. That's just me. Or out. the ghosts in the freaking mansion. Mm-hmm. The booze. Oh, they're yeah. so fast. <laughs> that was probably the first thing in the game to scare me was the, the sun in Mario yeah. 3. And that was the first thing in a video game to kind of creep me out. What, was I talking about Mario 2? Is that where the ghosts are? In Mario 2, there was Super something Mario that chased Brothers. you. It was a mask. You'd grab the key, and then mm. the mask would come to life yeah. and chase you down. <laughs> It's horrifying. <laughs> like the game's not hard enough already. Yeah. Be chased through the level. And it's funny, when they uh, announced that the sun was going to be something you could add into the game in Mario Maker 2, when during the trailer they said, back from your worst nightmares, <laughs> the sun. So they know that it's like a childhood fear yeah. thing at Nintendo. Anything that's that fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I didn't really have a topic for today, so I just thought we'd talk about some uh, stuff we're going to watch for uh, Christmas. What's, what's, what are you getting ready to do? What are some Christmas things you're going to consume as far as like movies, TV, and games? Oh, man. You, you're talking about like new stuff or like Anything. the classic? Classics, new stuff you haven't seen in a long time. I mean, we, for one thing, we always like to go back and like watch all the old episodes of TV shows. So. That's so fun. Parks and Rec in the office are always good ones. Just hit mm-hmm. all the old Christmas episodes on there. Oh, man, I know there's some movies coming out. We'll, we'll probably go see the one that's in theaters. Yeah, what, what's in here? I don't even remember the freaking name. It's but freaking, Amelia uh, Clark's Christmas movie is Amelia how I Clark's, remember. Yeah, Daenerys <laughs> Targaryen's Great yeah. Christmas Adventure. <laughs> the Mother of Dragons Christmas. It's called Last Christmas. <laughs> well, no wonder I forgot it. Yeah, it's named after the so, song, obviously, but yeah, still I don't know how generic. good it's going to be, but I don't know. I'll see it. Yeah, I'm very forgiving when it comes to Christmas movies. Is something you'll yeah. find. Um, I know there were some other ones, but I'm I'm blanking on what they are. I'll, I'll look them up. What? Give me a few of yours. Um, I I definitely am going to uh, do the same thing as you. I love going back to old episodes. I love it's ran more random the better for me. I love just oh what what's a TV show? Oh did they have a Christmas episode? Oh great let's watch it. Like I love the Twilight Zone's Christmas episode Night of the Meek. That is uh, genuinely actually kind of touching yeah. and moving Christmas episode uh, that has that Christmas feel. I, I highly recommend it. Um, Rugrats Christmas episode. Doug. I just go on like right. go on these streaming services, and that's why I'm so excited about Disney Plus because I can't wait to go. And like this yeah. kind of sucks because I we had to watch an episode of Ducktales um, early because like it had plot relevancy. Sometimes that sucks, man, when like a Christmas episode has like a lot of plot relevancy yeah, yeah. and it's like super Christmassy. DuckTales really had wish an it was just a one Christmas. off. Exactly. <laughs> like, could you just have fun in this episode? Just a little <laughs> side story. Yeah. But I, oh my gosh, do I, I highly recommend it. Even if you're not like, 
if even if you don't plan on watching the entire series, it still works. Skip to that Christmas episode. It's so freaking good. Season one mm-hmm. of DuckTales has a really, the new DuckTales, by the way, has such a good Christmas episode. It's super Christmassy. It's super funny. They have they, they do a lot with the whole Scrooge thing. They they play around a lot with that. And it's so funny and really good and, and, and moving, too, in certain certain ways. Good suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't suggested DuckTales on this podcast before. No, not at all. Um, Probably I'll watch that Disney Plus uh, movie, Noel. I've been uh, waiting on that one before the... That's right. That's that's the one I was thinking of, yeah. 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 This guy, I love Bill Hader. We'll see how it is. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how it is. I have no idea if it's going to be It's Netflix, so it's always a mixed bag of quality. No, that's Disney Plus. We don't know. It's a new... Oh, that's right. We're entering into a new land where... We well, don't know. It could be Netflix. I don't know. It's still Disney Plus, so, you know. Yeah, true. I feel like it could be mixed quality as well. Very much so. Uh, yeah. The Night Before Christmas, that was one that the one that was coming out on Netflix, so. Yes, Luke, yes. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see yes. how it is. <laughs> Luke. I, I, okay, so me and Amber look for stinkers, Christmas stinkers <laughs> on Netflix. Have and you already I, watched this one? No, no, because the starting gun hasn't sounded right. yet. <laughs> and so I, I saw the trailer, and I texted Amber, my wife, and I was like, jackpot <laughs> I was like we found it this looks so wonderfully bad <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens has to guide a wary time traveling night I feel like they during make Christmas at least at least one of those every year yeah definitely it's like a Kate and Leopold situation I guess if you remember that movie yeah but it's like a Christmas version of it I yeah. guess <laughs> Um, Netflix also has the uh, Holiday in the Wild, which came out November 1st. Oh, I don't know this one. So it's a Rob Lowe joint. Oh! And Chris Kirsten Davis, which I guess Sex in the City. Lady. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things. And there's Noel, of course. Noel, you're yeah. talking about, yeah. They came out with an animated uh, Christmas movie on Netflix called Klaus. I'm probably going to watch that. It's another one of those... Uh, Here's our take on how uh, Santa Claus came to be, kind of thing. Yeah. And but you know it looks good enough. <laughs> um, Snow Day is always one that I enjoy watching. Nickelodeon <laughs> movie. It's such a goofy movie, but I think it's it's worth watching, worth bringing back from the past. Yeah, that's a fun movie. I watched. It's it not a really a Christmas day. movie no. completely, but. <laughs> It's a good one to rev up the Christmas mm-hmm. engine with. I, I watch a lot of those, like ones that aren't quite a Christmas movie, like Hook. I'll watch Hook before Christmas yeah. because it's There's not... a lot of winteriness. Exactly. It is taking place during Christmas, yeah. but it's, <laughs> it's not they enough. They don't really talk movie. about it much at all. Exactly. Yeah. It's really only there at the beginning when, uh, you know... Phil Collins comes to their house and he's like, Merry Christmas, Seth, or whatever. <laughs> and that's... I'm friggin' Batman. Is it Batman and Robin? It's Batman Returns. Batman Returns, gosh. <laughs> exactly. Where it's like, yeah. it's taking place during Christmas. Um, same way, okay, there's an, a few superhero movies like that. Iron Man 3, that takes place during Christmas. And there's Die a lot hard. of Christmas stuff. Die Hard. Um, Shazam, that oh, movie, gosh. that full movie takes place during Christmas. So you can watch that before Christmas. It's going to rev up your engines, as you would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm just a stickler for that, so it's like snow day. I can let it go. But I don't know why this, these other ones. I'm just like oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Watch them in November, and I'll be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, Batman Returns. I will say, is, you know, come on, 
Come on, Luke. The classic line, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat that it. That movie's just so ridiculous. But a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. <laughs> it's oh, awful. Man. I love it. I love that movie. It's so freaking that ridiculous. That movie's something. <laughs> it's the craziest Batman movie that's ever been made. By far. I mean, Batman and Robin's crazy, but I think Batman Returns is crazier. I'll Be Home for Christmas is another one going to mention mm, that's, yeah, that's one i like to watch every year jonathan taylor thomas yeah i think it's really good it's on disney plus i wish he'd made more like that yeah just good light-hearted christmas tale <laughs> <laughs> this year i am going to watch the santa uh, i'm gonna try all right here we go i'm gonna try <laughs> to watch the santa claus sequels <laughs> i just we got the one with uh, Jack Frost. Got one with Jack Frost, and then he has. There's the second one where he has to find his wife, and I think it's Juliet from Lost or whatever is Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. And his like son's all grown up. What is the second one called? It's is it just Santa Claus Two. I don't or? think they have like a, it's a Santa Claus Two and Santa Claus Three. I think. Do they have like? Well, yeah, a there's. Colon? I know there's. I know there's the, uh, the whatever clause. Right, oh the escape clause. Oh <laughs> no! Really? I think that's the third one, right? Probably. <laughs> I remember that movie. I remember like seeing a little bit of that movie way back in the day, and it like it loses its mind. It like goes crazy, and I don't know if it's a good way, but I'll check it out and find out. So yeah, it's just the Santa Claus, Santa Claus Two, and Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. Wow, that's the Jack Frost one. Wow, man, crazy. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I have watched these movies, but I couldn't tell you what they're really about, what the, yeah. the storyline goes. I know that like and like somehow Jack Frost gets the power of Santa Claus. He like goes back in time, yeah. and he like knocks Santa off the roof instead. <laughs> and so I guess the killing Santa has become a game to these people. It's kind it of is dark. insane that that movie came out in two thousand six. That is crazy, and the original was ninety four. Dang, what do That's they make these movies time six to movies, go. six years apart each or something? So the second one was eight years. Good lord. And then four years. Because I remember seeing the second one and like Charlie is like much older. It's like yeah. crazy. And Bernard is much older. It's like what in the world? Eight years. That's a long time. Heck yeah. He was like freaking like 18 or something yeah. like that. Or <laughs> He's definitely a teenager. It's weird. They got back the original cast, but that was not a good thing. Maybe not. (laughs) So weird. Um, Let's see. Anything else? Uh, Like, I mean, it's a wonderful life is just my staple. I mean, every year. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I, I think that's the best movie ever made for Mm -hmm. me. That's like my number one. So I'm sure there's better movies. I just think, it's what a movie should be. It's like, it's the framework that I feel like all movies should like build off of. It's like this amazing tale of like change and, you know, like valuing family and friends Mm -hmm. and like your time on earth. And so like, I just, I'm sure everyone around me gets sick of me hearing me like praise that movie, but I just, I think it's amazing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that movie. I think the story is like perfectly organized and, I think the acting is great. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, there's just, it's hard to, even like the effects for the time in which it was filmed, I thought were just fine. Like they didn't take away from the movie, Oh yeah, you know, like the teleportation and like the fact that they're talking to God and Joseph and mm-hmm, the cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, like they did it fine for the time. 
anyone can watch that movie at any time, I think. I, I mean, not any time of the year. I mean, like any time yeah. in their life. Yeah. You know, Even when, if it's, you know, 80 years old now. Yeah, <laughs> young, it old. Is. It's a timeless movie. And it, I, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, what else? It's funny because it's, I, I guess it's a Christmas movie, but. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those movies that ends during Christmas, but really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas during it. Mm-hmm. But it's really like. It ends with Christmas, so I think it counts in that way. But also, it's like this is what Christmas is about. So yeah, a lot of Christmas movies are like that. White Christmas is like that, where it kind of begins in Christmas yeah, and it it ends in Christmas. Like boom, it's Christmas, it's yeah. over. You know, good movie though. That, that I, is a great movie. I, I like that movie. Holiday yeah. Inn, skip it, skip yep. it. Yeah, I did not enjoy that. <laughs> that movie's a piece of crap. I remember like buying it cold. And be like, well, I like White yeah. Christmas. I love this. I, yeah. I I sold that thing back. I. Yeah, that movie sucks. <laughs> Avoid it. <laughs> Someone at family. Fred Astaire, is that right? Yeah, Fred Astaire yeah. and Bing Crosby. Yeah, he's so good. Fred Astaire. He's great. Great cast. Just oof. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of tell in like some of those old movies, like they wrote songs and then they like they wrote songs and they're like fit them in the movie. That is definitely true in White Christmas. So many of those songs. Oh are like, yeah. What? Why is this here? What does this have to do with it's anything? So weird. Whereas, like the when the, they're rehearsing the whole show, it's like, yeah, what in the world? The idea for like musicals is that the music has to move the plot forward, but I guess that principle wasn't invented yet. They could have cut a lot of those scenes out. Yeah, and like, the Holiday Inn's even worse. Yeah. It's like a variety show, a bad variety show. That's what. It, that's one of the things I love about you know. It's a Wonderful Life. It's it, it focuses. It's itself. very focused. It's like here's the up and the down, and here's your conclusion. Uh huh. White Christmas. It's like here's this, and then let's do some crazy do stuff in the middle. Let's do that, and then we'll start you know getting our reasoning for the ending coming, and then here's the end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Die Hard is not a classic in your mind. I mean, I love Die Hard. Yeah. I mean, classic Christmas. Not for Christmas. Gremlins? How do you feel about Gremlins? Yeah. Christmas movie, though, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's very it's very. <laughs> I just Christmas-y. don't like Gremlins that much. Yeah, it's it's a goofy movie. Not yeah. a, and it's not a goofy movie. No. But the movie is goofy. Yeah. I could use a little more goofy movie in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, did you ever see Krampus? No. No. The Christmas... Horror movie. <laughs> sort of. Loose horror? Sort of. <laughs> what is it, Jordan? I mean, it's... it's Think more Shaun of the Dead than anything. It's... <laughs> it's comedic. I mean, it, it's... It's it's a, it's like, you know, there's some parts that are kind of creepy, but it's very schlocky. It's just crazy insanity. It's, it's, a, com- it's a comedy, <laughs> really. I mean... Yeah. There's, a, there's always a joke being cracked or whatever, <laughs> some gag. They did not sell it, is that? Yeah, it, they didn't. It's just, but it's like when you see the cast, you're kind of like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's a very comedic cast, and it's a, it's a pretty comedic movie. I, I recommend it just if, if you haven't seen it before. Yeah. It's not one that, it's one I'll pop in maybe once every few years, but it's not on my regular rotation, but it's entertaining. Right. It's just very. <laughs> Yeah. Very silly, but it's a fun kind of silly, I guess. And whatever, <laughs> if you need another flavor to your Christmas movies, if you've gotten a lot of wholesome stuff, yeah, here's your PG thirteen horror comedy. <laughs> well, maybe I'll have to watch it this year. Yeah, check it out. Why not? It's it's one of those kind of things. 
Um, as far as video games, I don't, no one really ever does that. There's no Christmas yeah. video games, right? There's really none. There's Christmas levels. There's like levels where you can associate them with winter and maybe Christmas. Yeah. That's interesting. There's really not much of anything, honestly. Yeah. There's a town that I'm in right now in Pokemon Shield. Uh, so, sorry, it's Pokemon Sword. And it's like this winter town where it's like everyone's like mm-hmm. got a lot of... All, got, they got their fire Pokemon around them to keep them warm. The music is like beautiful, like acoustic strummings. And it's just like... I wanted to stay there longer because I'm like, man, this is definitely like has a Christmas feel to it. To yeah. Me. But beyond that, there isn't like... I just thought of it. What? The ultimate Christmas video game. Oh, come on. It's The Division. Oh my God! It's All of New York Christmas. City is Christmas. Oh, that's and that that's great. Yeah, I remember that was something I really enjoyed about that game because I thought it was an incredible representation of New York in a video game because it just it was just amazing. It was like, sure, this isn't like to scale and this isn't exactly New York, but it represented New York so well. Like, wow. You know, I've been on the streets of New York, and that's that's pretty much how it is. And you know, I haven't been at post-apocalyptic New York. <laughs> But like I imagine that's very much how it is, and probably the, not too far the away. The frostbite from engine is. is amazing, and so you know it has dynamic snow and weather. Yeah, and this apocalyptic disease that hit New York happened right in the middle of Christmas, like right before Christmas. I think it was it was Black Friday. Yeah, it was Black Friday that it like got spread, oh, boy, and then we're like approaching it. you know, well it like it it started then. That's like when it got. Mm. It was like on the money. And so it got, like, passed around on the money in New York. And so, like, in the few weeks, it got worse and worse and worse right before Christmas. And that's when, like, everything, like, hit the fan right before Christmas. So, like, everything's decked out to the max and Christmas stuff. And you'll come around a corner and there'll be a square with a giant tree. And there'll be decorations. And you can, like, walk along the High Line. I don't know if you ever got to do that in New York City. There's there's the whole High Line where it's, like, this green area. You can, like, walk Mm -hmm. for blocks. And so you can actually walk that. It's all decorated and lights. and that's so cool. That's a great representation of Christmas. There you go. In that, a video game. That's probably the best. That's the best modern example I can think of. So I'm sure there was a bunch of crappy like Home Alone games back in the day. I was day, trying to but... think. I felt like maybe one of the Bioshocks might add like some Christmas stuff in it. Hmm. I do not but remember. It's been a while. Yeah. I've... Uh yeah, like not really much, not really much. You can dress as Santa Claus in, Ma- in Mario Odyssey. There you go. <laughs> you kind of got to choose your own Christmas adventure. I'm sure there's more out there though. that we're not thinking. I of. am really sure, but The Division's a really good example. Um, but anyways, we're gonna get right to it. And uh, now that uh, I guess Thanksgiving is almost behind us, and I guess if you're listening to it, Thanksgiving is behind you. Oh, do you think of something? Uh, Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, that's Christmas. That's oh my gosh. That was the first thing that came out. That's a really good when one. When I googled it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Very really good. Cool. <laughs> Very good modern example. Um, Bully has a really good Christmas segment in it where mm. like there's a month that goes by and it's Christmas and everything's decked out in Christmas. You're wearing your Christmas yeah. sweater. That's cool. But, you know, again, that's only like, you know, a few hours of a you know, 30 hour long game. They always course. do a snow fall. Well, I don't know if they're still doing it, but Grand Theft Auto five, mm. it would always start snowing and they'd put like lights on stuff in and online. In, right? It'll be an update. Yeah. For the That's GTA good. five online. You should do that with a, I don't know how they do that with red. red Never mind. That'd be cool. <laughs> they can make it snow. I they mean, could definitely make it snow. Yeah. They're snowing in like the mountainous parts. They of the could game. have they people decorate in the little towns. Yeah. 
Do it. I'm sure they did that in the in the Wild West. Yeah, sure. <laughs> do it, Rockstar. Why not? Give me a give me a Red Dead Christmas. Do you think yeah. uh, we have Life Day in the Mandalorian? Do you think we're gonna get a very <laughs> Mandalorian Christmas? <laughs> I can definitely say no. <laughs> you know, we're, it's close to Life Day. If, a if very Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> like very Life Day Christmas. Oh my gosh! Great. Well, guys, we'll uh, have a very wonderful Thanksgiving. If you were listening to this, you've already had a wonderful Thanksgiving, yeah. but we're so going to get into Christmas you. here. We'll be talking about this, these uh, movies and shows in, in detail, hopefully soon. That's right. But yeah, it's good talking to you, Luke. You too. You have yourself a wonderful holiday. Thank you. All right. <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs>